Jakey boy, can you hear us? I can. Can hear you loud and clear, Luke. Awesome, mate. Welcome to Church Chats. This is your first appearance, mate. And uh, you're joining us on the first episode of the revamped Church Chats. A couple of things, mate. We just want to hear from you about what you've been up to. But firstly, for those who don't know you, how are you or how is Mill Park Baptist significant to you? Well, oh, first of all, what a great honor to be here. I am um, so honored to be the first first guest. That's a great honor. Um, but Mill Park Baptist Church, very special to me. Um, you mentioned it in your little intro, but my dad is uh, the senior pastor. So I grew up um, going to church. First started, I think I was about five or six. Um, so I came to church from a young age and was there up until two years ago when I moved to the Philippines, but spent pretty much my entire life pre-adolescence um, in Mill Park. So it's very special to me. A lot of great friends, including you guys, and um, definitely miss it a lot. That's awesome, man. So Mill Park Baptist through and through, like myself. Um, and uh, so that we can get to know you a little bit better, what would some of your hobbies or passions be? Hobbies and passions. Um, I do love music, um, play the guitar and drums. Um, so I enjoy that. I love sports, still love the AFL. Um, been able to watch some of that over here. So definitely love that. Um, during lockdown over here, I've gotten into some cooking, which has been fun. I'd say cooking is a new passion of mine. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. And yeah, I just enjoy having fun, going on adventures. There's lots to do here in the Philippines, um, lots to explore. So just having fun with that. That's good by you, mate. Learning a few domestic skills. Well done. Um, you can't have mum fending for you anymore. So, and on <laughs> you sort of touched on it there, mate, but I just wanted to check in. This is an important question. You have been removed from Australia for a couple of years now. So, I'm just checking if it's been long enough for you to, I guess, let go of Richmond as your team of choice and um, join a better team, maybe Collingwood, for example. Has that happened? Well, it hasn't happened, but I was just, I'm a bit confused with the question because you said joining a better team. And I guess I just don't really see that there is a better team um, considering we've we've been the dominant team for the last four years. So, um, no, it hasn't been long enough. I don't think it'll ever be long enough. And if I was going to join another team, I think Collingwood would be at the bottom of the list um, for teams I'd come to. All right, to. next question. We'll move on from right, that mate. one. Um, All right. Moving on to some more important matters, I guess. Philippine, Filipino life, Jakey boy. Um, a lot of us, I mean, some of us from Mill Park Church have been over there short-term trips. Um, but can you let us in a little bit on, you said you've been there for a couple of years, but a little bit about who you're working for and what your job entails or what you're doing, um, maybe pre-COVID more importantly. Totally. Yeah, so I came over here to work for a charity and organization called um, Kids International Ministries, which is a mission organization. Um, it's based just outside Manila, which is the capital. Um, and so my job with them was kind of um, kind of twofold. So my main role was working with all the teams that we have. Um, so we'd have schools, churches, um, including Mill Park, which came through in July last year, but schools, churches, families, just random groups of people that would come and visit, would stay for a week, two weeks, a month at a time, um, and just visit and serve with us. Um, there's like a children's home, school, um, a whole bunch of feeding programs, pregnancy clinics, so a whole bunch of different stuff happening. So teens would come and just get plugged into that and hang out with us for, for a few weeks at a time. 
And so my job was hosting them, picking them up from the airport, touring them around, briefing them, getting them connected and everything. Uh, and then the other part of my role was doing all our marketing. So social media, um, all the kind of website, videos, photos, all that kind of stuff. Um, so that was my role with them. Um, and I worked there pretty much up until um, when COVID hit and the lockdown hit. Uh, and then I actually started working at the church that I go to over here. Um, and my job with them is looking after all the new people and kind of getting people connected into the church. Um, so that's been what I've been doing the past couple of months. But with Kids International, it was, it was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. That's awesome, mate. I feel like that plays into a lot of your strengths and qualities that you've got. So that's cool that you've been able to use some of those. Um, in terms of, you kind of touched on it again, but pre-COVID times to how the world is now in the Philippines, um, what are some of the big differences that you've noticed or struggles that um, I guess have changed your role? Totally. Yeah, well, it's definitely been pretty hectic. Um, I know COVID's huge for everyone, but definitely in a, in a place like the Philippines where there's so much um, poverty, people physically live a lot closer together, um, which obviously makes it tough to control. Um, so it's been, been pretty crazy over here. Um, COVID has had a big um, effect. Um, but I guess one positive that's come out of it, there's been no traffic, which has been good. Um, that's definitely been a good thing, but it's obviously been really tough. Um, there's been checkpoints all over the city. Um, so even Metro Manila, there's 16 different kind of um, like counties, cities, if you want to call them that. Um, so you, you got to have checkpoints. you got to have passes to get through all of those um, security army all over the streets. So it's been pretty, pretty crazy and intense here. Um, and it's definitely made it tough. I had to stay inside a lot more, haven't been able to go out. Um, Zoom meetings, which we all know and love and are enjoying right now. Um, that's definitely not been super exciting. Um, so it's definitely been really challenging. Um, everyone wears masks here. Everyone's washing their hands all the time. Um, so there's definitely a lot of precautions um, you have to take, and especially with people being so close together here. Um, you really, I feel like you really do have to be careful um, extra careful over here. So it's been tough for sure, but um, yeah, it's been, it's been okay. Hey Jake. <laughs> um, as hey. we said before, welcome. And thanks for spending some time with us and answering some questions. Um, I guess you kind of touched on this a little bit before, um, but how have you been finding living abroad with COVID, especially not being, I guess, around your family or back in Australia where you're familiar, I guess, with all that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's um, definitely been um, a challenge and, and very rewarding at the same time. Um, I feel like I've learned a lot and grown a lot just by by being forced to to do things for myself, to do my own laundry. Um, I've shown you guys before cooking and that kind of thing. Um, so it's definitely been, it's grown me a lot in that regard. Um, but there definitely is times where I feel lonely, you know, like I don't have a, a family home to go home to anymore. You know, I'm living, living on my own pretty far from far from home I can't just drive around to my parents house for a home cooked meal or anything like that um so it's it's definitely challenging in that regard and there's definitely times where I feel the loneliness and feel feel far from home um but I think it, it's been it's been really good I think as it's gone on it's gotten a lot a lot better as I've made friends and family and kind of found a home here um definitely at the start it was a lot more challenging in that regard um but yeah it's been been really interesting with COVID as well it's been um, a challenge. The language barrier is really hard. Everything gets delivered now and going through checkpoints and that kind of thing. Um, so I definitely felt that. Um, I've been working on my Filipino speaking skills. 
Um, so it's definitely it's definitely been challenging, but it's been really re- rewarding. And the Philippines really feels like really feels like home to me. Um, so it's not doesn't feel like a foreign country to me. Um, but there's definitely times when I when I feel like a foreigner, um, if that makes sense. Um, so it's yeah, been definitely. been challenging for sure, but overall across the board, really love it, and I'm really grateful for it. So even just thinking this week, how grateful I am to live here, and um, just so many little things about this country and the city that I. I really love um so it's been really good yeah that's really cool super inspiring as well like even when you left to go to manila a couple years ago it takes a lot of boldness and guts just to you know get into the unknown so i really i really admire that so thanks yeah for doing that for us and for the people over there in manila so yeah really cool um so obviously there's a lot of hardships and stuff that's happened um so how is that so what what are what are those hardships look like if you can extend on that and um how how has it affected your work with God as well? It's a great question. Um, I think in terms of in terms of the hardships, I think it's really just been um, to find my strength and my my rest in God. I think I think I, um, you know, like it, of course, when you have your own bed and family to come home to, um, you know, com- the comforts of home and and that kind of thing, it's definitely a lot easier to feel rested and refreshed and ready to go. And so I think in spite of, in spite of all the craziness and um, for me, sometimes just the language barrier and, and all that kind of thing, it, just, it can just become quite tiring. Um, so I think in terms of my walk with God, it's really, it's really challenged me to, to have God be the source of my rest and, and really give me strength every day. And I know, I know it sounds cliche, something we always say as Christians, you know, God gives us strength every day, but for me, it's, it's honestly been um, the truth and it's been a really big challenge to rely on God for my strength every day and um, and rely on God to give me rest and, and give me what I need to get through each day. Um, so I think that's that's one thing for sure. And then um, I think I've just really been stretched in my faith in God. Like I, So when I was working with, with Kids International, it was as, as a volunteer, as a missionary. Um, so I wasn't get, I pretty much didn't earn a single dollar for um, about 14 months in a row. I didn't, didn't earn any money. Um, which was definitely, it's a challenging way to live for sure. Um, so it's just living on my savings from before I came and, and people, so many people from, from church that have supported me, which I'm really so, so, so grateful for. Um, but for sure, it's challenging to live on faith like that and, um, and try and keep being generous through that and try and obviously there's so much need here. So I really felt a strong conviction to, to support people here as much as I can as well. Um, so I think in that, in that sense, my faith has really been tested just to rely on God. Um, you know, there's even been times where I've had less than a hundred dollars in my bank account, which is an unsettling feeling, um, at the best of times, but especially when you're 6,000 kilometers from home, you don't have mum and dad to run to and get money from. Um, and that kind of thing. It's, it's a weird feeling being in a foreign country with your passport and less than a hundred dollars in your bank account. Um, so that's been challenging for sure. Um, but it's really stretched my faith and I really have even more confidence now in God than when I left, which is, which is a really great place to be. So does that answer the question? Yeah, definitely. Thanks for sharing. That's, yeah, really crazy. Um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that, Jay. Super inspiring, mate. Um, and, yeah, it's a real, you know, you can, we can. it's very evident seeing how God's at work in your life, mate. So that's really cool. Thanks for sharing. Um, we're just going to change pace a little bit here, bring back a few more lighthearted questions, I guess, um, to close things off. Question for you, though, and I want you to answer honestly and as quickly as you can. How many chickens 
would it take to kill an elephant? How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Yes, come on. I'm going to say. How many? Quick, quick. 57. 57. Good answer. We don't need a justification. Great. Loz, you got another one? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I do. What is your go-to dance move? And please show us because oh, we, we need an example no. of what okay, it is. Okay, actually, true story. I just learned yesterday a local Filipino dance. It's called the Ocho Ocho, um, I believe. And I don't really know how to do it too well. Wait, I don't know. If, can you see me? Yeah. Yes. There you go. So pretty much you bend over and put your hands on your knees like this. And then you pop your back like that. Oh, I feel um, like I remember so seeing kind of, that. You do that. That's the. On Instagram. That's the dance move. Yeah, that was yesterday. I just learned it. Um, so that's the local Filipino dance for you. I hope that blesses everyone that's watching. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that, Matt. Um, you're welcome, viewers at home. Yeah, yeah. so, yes, all joking aside, um, how can we best pray for you and support you? Um, yeah, how as a church, as a community, can, how can we be praying for you? Yeah, awesome. Well, like I said earlier, thank you so much. Um, it's like so grateful for all the people that have supported me and been praying for me. It's, I get messages quite often from people. So it's, it's been really special to have a church community um, behind me, supporting me and praying for me. Um, but I think the things I mentioned, things like, like loneliness and, and relying on God for my strength and rest, I think those are definitely things you could pray for. Um, obviously, I appreciate prayers just for the Philippines and for Manila as a city. Um, quite, quite interesting times here. The government's response has been pretty um you know, inadequate and not, not very good. And there's a lot of people really struggling, a lot of unrest here um, politically as well. So I guess prayers for that would be really appreciated. And uh, in terms of supporting me, um, yeah, prayer, prayers are obviously the number one thing. Um, and if people would, would like to support me financially, that'd obviously be um, a huge help. Um, I've got quite a number of people supporting me, but it's still quite tight month to month and um, had quite a few expenses lately, actually. Um, so if people wanted to support me financially, they could be welcome to um, feel free just to get in get in touch with me um, but prayers are the main thing honestly and and um, just just for I guess daily strength um, being able to rest and and just that God would continue to give me passion for, for what I'm doing um, really appreciate prayers for that so yeah thanks guys awesome mate thank you so much Jake I know we got heaps of value out of that and I'm sure the guys did at home so thanks for your time we'll be praying for you mate and uh, we love you all the best we'll talk soon no worries. Love you guys. Thanks for having me on. See ya.